Hello and welcome to the podcast where I share my feelings. Um, hey, this I didn't prepare today. I'm recording this on Friday at 2 p.m. and this is my usual posting time. I say that because I posted my last episode at this time, so now it's my like usual posting time. I don't know. I didn't prepare much today because. My life's been kind of hectic, um, but I have my notes. I'll pick a random category, but hey, hi, happy Friday, yay. Um, I know that some people are ending their school semesters in terms, listen, I don't know if I have like an established audience yet, but either way, like, hey, um, <laughs> hey, if you're in school of whatever, type um today's friday so like yay hopefully the semester or marking period or whatever you guys call it is ending soon for you um because finals are tough uh i had to leave school before my finals because my body was not my friend at the moment but i'm better now Mm, well i can't say that fully anyway um things have been oh I've had like a topsy-turvy, topsy-turvy life, (laughs) which is like a great way to just, that's a great category for my life to be in all the time. It's just a great, um, what was I going to say? Uh, like distinguisher. I don't know, but yeah, it's just topsy-turvy. Something, something's always afoot, kerfuffle. I want to just say the word kerfuffle. Anyway, um, I've had some good days and bad days, obviously. We're still in a pandemic, so it's kind of hard to have, like, really great days. Um, but things are looking up for me. Um, I emailed my college about me being on part-time probation and how it's not fair because I had to leave school because my kidneys were failing again. Like, I was getting dehydrated, I was losing weight, like, I was- my body was deteriorating. Um, and they're like, okay, um, we will take you off part-time probation. And I was like, yes! Um, so that means I can take more classes, which, like, overall, maybe not the biggest net positive, (laughs) because that means I'm gonna have to do more work, but it also means that I'll get, hopefully, my degree, um, quicker, instead of being in college for a long amount of time. Not that there's anything wrong with that, I just don't... I like learning. I don't enjoy homework. Love. Love to learn. I don't really love putting what I've learned on paper. Um, Practicing it in the real world. Like, I'm excited for clinicals. Like, for nursing clinicals. Like, that's... I'm going to be so hyped about that. But, like, doing homework is not the biggest... Is not my favorite thing. However, I have always loved my anatomy homework. Because literally anatomy homework was just like studying parts of the body, which is like my forte. And then it was also um, coloring in different parts of the body, which like sounds so kindergarten elementary school, but it was really fun and it does help you learn. Color coding, don't act until you try it. Um, so I got to color code parts of the body and that was really fun. So I don't mind, I don't mind my anatomy homework. It's the studying and the three-hour lectures that I mind, um, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna stick to it, hopefully. 
because I don't see myself going on down any other path right now but who knows anyway I'm not I'm no longer on part-time probation they're gonna lift it for me which is only fair because the only reason I left is because of my health and I don't want to be punished for having poor health anymore um yeah so very happy and delighted about that um I also started therapy again very excited about it however um it does make me miss my old therapist because they were just so perfect for me um but you have to let things go (laughs) um how 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 have you been genuinely curious to know how you guys are doing i say that as if i know that i have one listener i don't know I don't know if I have a listener, but whoever you are out there listening, even if it's a uh, future Talia trying to work on this episode, hey, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Yeah, we're five minutes in. We're five minutes in, but things. I- I'm trying to be glass half full. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot to mention. Um, I was like having a good day today, and I was like happy. And, um, one thing about me is that I love dancing. It's just been something that's always been in my life since childhood. We've, I just, I have a dancing family, you know? And I was dancing in the bathroom, in the mirror, and then I kicked my leg up, or I brought my leg up, and, um, I slammed my knee on the sink. Um, and now I have a big welt on my knee, um, and it kind of hurts. It's a huge knot huge knot on my knee from just having fun so I can't do that anymore I had to ice my knee and everything never a dull moment there's always something going on in this house always um and today is I hit my knee on the sink yeah so that's cool but um very excited to do therapy again uh i do miss my old therapist dearly but it's okay oops my microphone almost fell you're gonna hear some moving and i'm sorry um i'm sorry it's gonna sound trying to make this as smooth as possible is that i feel like that was pretty okay i hope so anyways i've been honestly I've been stressing out about the podcast and this was supposed to be like as I've said before an outlet for me to just share what I've been experiencing and how I feel and stuff like that it's not really and like share advice because I want to help people who've been in similar situations to me and I'm just like how do I get this podcast to reach the people I want it to reach how do I make it sound like a well produced product Um, how do I make a good podcast I want to make something that I'm proud of um, instead of just recording my cohesive thoughts or not so cohesive um, and then putting them online like how do I make a good podcast so that's that's hard I've been stressing about that a little bit also just major stress about school which is going to hopefully be a little relieved now that I can do a norm nor what's normal there's no such thing as normal but I can do a expected semester what is expected of me um however I um my HSP is like back for sure like 
you know how I was like teetering about like I don't really know if it's back no it's back my HSP said hey hi I missed you you had a great couple years of not having me but I'm back because I missed you so yeah HSP relapse Um, you know it's serious when my doctors are starting to consider treatment plans now. They weren't before, and now they're like, we may, we may do some treatment for you. I was like, oh, okay, that's, I mean, I don't have a choice. I mean, I do have a choice, but like, I'm not, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the, the treatment. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so ups and downs this week, ups and downs. Um, I took out my, uh, piercing prematurely. Technically, I didn't get a piercing. My ear was already pierced. Like, there was, they were like, oh, it doesn't, it, it closed up a little bit, but not completely. You just need piercing jewelry inserted and then leave it in for a couple weeks and you'll be fine. I was like, yes, I don't have to wait months for my piercing to heal, which is nice. Uh, but I got eager and impatient, and I took it out, and then my ear swelled up a little bit, um, but I put it back in, and, um, we're gonna wait the full two to four weeks. I waited six days before I took the earring out, because I was so impatient. You don't understand, I've been waiting years to put earrings on again, and I finally found earrings that I thought, excuse me, um, were cute and worthy of my, um, ears. I realized I just, like, that was gross. I'm sorry. Do I want to edit it out? No. Because I'm real. Uh, no, that was sarcasm. I don't want to edit it out because I, 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 I don't want to. I, quite literally, I just don't want to. Yeah. Um, I haven't even looked at my notes yet. Yeah, so school is going to be something that I'm going to have to do in January. Spring semester starts in January, which I feel like is false. That's a f- that's not that's not okay. No. How does spring no? Because the equinox is not in January. The solstice there's no solstice in January. There's no equinox in January. So how can it be the start of a semester? I think, I think maybe no. Could you imagine if the start of every semester was actually on the solstice or equinox? I, that wouldn't be, that probably wouldn't be any different. It probably wouldn't do anything different or weird or, I don't know. I don't know. My head's bouncing my brain is like bouncing off of different topics like it usually does but like now that I don't have any kind of streamlined thing to talk about I'm kind of just like everywhere um I want to do more kidney failure content (laughs) I want to do more kidney failure content because that's something that I hold really near and dear to my heart um and I like don't know if somebody's gonna want to listen to it because I asked for feedback and I didn't get any feedback which like that's fine that's fine you know I I get it as someone who like has rarely ever commented on a YouTube video just out of anxiety I get it um but yeah again I'm asking you can contact 
my Instagram or Twitter and let me know what you think, how I can improve. It's at NavigatingPod on both platforms. Um, rate this <laughs> rate this podcast. It's a um, the website says where it's available, um, which you can find in my Twitter bio. Uh, and I believe my Instagram one as well, and it's available on Apple Podcast, um, Google Podcast, which a lot of you listen to. Um, I can tell my analytics, um, and then Spotify and other others. So, yeah, um, cool. I, you know, why don't let let's just let's have a chaotic episode and just vibe and chill and see what my stream of consciousness can bring up in about 40 minutes to an hour. Uh, We're 13 minutes in, so like I have so much more time to go and I can talk a mile a minute, so we'll see. We will see. Um, Yeah, so friendship. I don't want to talk about friendship and being lonely again because, ooh, it's been hitting hard lately. Um... You know, I think it's so important to understand the fact that you can have friends and family but still feel lonely. Uh, I am not a psychiatrist, social worker, slash therapist in any way. I literally have not even taken a class on the brain. But I know because I've experienced it and I've heard other people have experienced it that you can feel lonely even when you have a bunch of people around you. And um, it, it's, it's a thing. I don't know. But yeah, loneliness is not a great feeling, obviously. Well, I don't know. I've just been feeling really lonely lately because uh, I'm, like, going to enter my 20s soon, which is, oh, so dreadful. Oh, so dreadful. But I'm going to be entering my 20s soon, and I always imagine this part of my life being, like, where I am adventurous with friends and do crazy things. Not so crazy now that I have kidney failure and a transplant, but like I, I live out my, I don't know, you just, I, you know, you discover yourself. I'm going to find myself, um, I, she says obnoxiously, but like it's really hard to do that, one, in a pandemic, obviously, but two, like on your own and it's like you know, I've been getting a lot of content or, like, signs lately that I have to be strong and confident within myself, and I agree with that. I thought I did that. I mean, here I am talking in the podcast all by myself. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can be alone. Trust me, I'm totally fine with my thoughts, but, like, maybe I'm not. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be, like, where are my friends? Well, I don't think I really take that, um, attitude towards anything. I'm pretty chill about it. I've been this way for a couple of years now. So, you know, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. And that's something that I'm like hoping to talk about in therapy is like, I don't know how to, social skills, what are those? I've lost them. I was like building my social skills in the college environment again and then I got sick and then a pandemic happened and I've just how can I be social on the internet this is really not like where I thrive like sure having like an 
anonymity and like not being vulnerable but also um being elusive is that the word i'm looking for or like hidden yeah i can thrive in that context but like i would like to thrive with people (laughs) i miss interacting with people and i think that's something that a lot of people um whether you're friendless or not can relate to is like missing human interaction so that's something I've been missing lately I've been missing like the ability to just like text someone that's not my mom and be like hey what are you up to or text someone about something that I find interesting um and I want to be very open and vulnerable about this because yeah there are going to be periods in your life where you literally don't have friends and you know you take it in stride i don't know i can't really give you advice because i'm in the thick of it um hopefully when i'm out of it i can tell you if eh, anyway um yeah so feeling kind of lonely miss wishing i had someone to talk to and the thing is i do the thing is i do i just don't know how to reach out to people because i don't it's the anxiety. I don't know if you, like, actually like me. Do you, I don't, I don't know if me texting you and reaching out to you would be a burden or not. Like, would, would you be, would you be happy if I reached out to you? Would that be something that you would look forward to? Would that be a good thing? Then we could build a conversation and build up our relationship. Like, yeah, that's fun. It's, it's really hard because I can't tell how uh, what other people's emotions are towards me. So I'm like, D- uh, uh, I don't want to bother you if you like don't ever want to talk to me. And I'm like, hey, let's start a conversation. Can we like, let's kindle a relationship, rekindle, whatever. I don't know. Oh, friendship is a lost art in my book. I don't, I don't know how I did that. I think I said this in a previous episode, but I do miss the times when I could just ask people who I thought were cool, like, can I be your friend? I miss that so much because you, you like, are able to see how people interact with other people, and I'm like, oh, I share those ideas, or if you, like, or if we're in class and we're answering something, and we're talking about life or something, and I really like someone's answers, I was like, oh... Or even I just like your style. It could literally be just, I like your style. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to be that person's friend. But how do you approach them? Uh, this has become my audio diary, quite literally. Um, I don't know how to approach people. That's my number one issue. And I don't want to be a bother because I feel like I'm bothersome. But I have to get that rhetoric out of my head because I'm not a bother. I don't view other people as a bother, so why should I think that other people view me as a bother? And even if I am, who knows? I don't. I don't need to worry about what other th- people think of me. Uh, I don't know. We're we're. I say we, as in like reference to me and my brain, because it doesn't feel like my brain and I are one. It feels like they're separate. <laughs> Um, but I guess I, I don't even know what I was going to say, but I'm contemplating, really contemplating how I did everything. 
I mean, it's literally been a year since I've had, like, a school experience with people my age. Like, because I've been sick again. Uh, And I feel like the only people that understand me are medical students. Uh, I have such great conversations with medical students, you know? And I'm like, I I, want to be your friend, but would that be, like, breaching some sort of, like, I don't know. I don't know. I... I, you know what it is? I've never been the, I don't think, I used to be the one to initiate friendship when I was like bold and like not as anxious as I am today. Um, when I was little and now it's like, how do you, how do you, I find that a lot of people ask this question of like, how do you make adult friendships? I'm not in high school and I'm currently not physically in college. So how do I make adult friendships first of all I don't like considering myself an adult but given that I'm going to be 20 I like have to consider myself an adult but like how do how do I make adult friendships that's my question and it seems like no one really has the answer so why can't we just go back to being like hey I like the way I like your vibes can I be your friend if someone said that to me I would my heart would melt and I'd be like, absolutely, absolutely, let's, what do you want to do? Let's go have an adventure together. Yeah, so, um, lately I've been feeling lonely and friendless. I have to stop singing. I don't have to, but I have to be aware that my singing is not, like, amazing. Like, it sounds great in my head, but it's not amazing, so... Uh, yeah Uh, I've decided that since I've spent maybe 15 minutes talking about friends and loneliness um, the other half of this episode is going to be talking about um, therapy Um, I went into my therapy experience very briefly um, and I would say that with the year experience I had with therapy and how closely I was able to um I mean the my previous therapist I I try not to say old therapist um but my previous therapist was just such a good fit for me and they were just so right for me that when the time came that they had to leave it was really a bummer but the greatest part about it was that they were really understanding and they were like I know this is hard so let's talk about how it's gonna be hard to not have me as your therapist anymore and I really appreciated them acknowledging that and um yeah I was just very grateful for my first like weekly therapy experience um of me being completely vulnerable and honest for it to be such an amazing experience because that's not usually the case that's very rarely the case which is really sad but for your like truly my first two therapy experiences were amazing the when I first like stuck a toe in the water that sounded so when I dipped my toe in the large vast pool of um therapy it was on dialysis and it was nice to just talk to someone um 
while I was on dialysis and who wanted to know how I was feeling and things like that and I kept in touch with them and it was really nice to hear their voice again and it was just awesome um I'm very very lucky and fortunate to have two really amazing experiences with therapy but then I had a really bad one um of someone who did not understand my illness and my goals and honestly put me down and was very much like acting as if you're my parent you know when strangers act like they're your parent but then they do like things not even your parent would do it was very much that vibe and I it was it was like night and day going from such an amazing therapist who was like right off the bat clicking with me and I automatically enjoyed their style to someone who really shouldn't be conducting therapy it was um quite the shift quite the shift um yeah but I'm back in therapy um I literally had one session with this person so I can't I mean you do get to know a person a little bit within one session you really do but it's like it's either you get to tell if they're really good or really bad I think and honestly I can feel the same feelings I felt with my the same feelings I felt when I first met the really amazing therapist I'm feeling with this one where it's like I don't feel bad so this is a good thing you know I as long as I'm not like oh this is an automatic no like how I felt at one point um then I'm I I kind of understand that like it's just a I need to develop a relationship and grow um but it's it's hard and it's a little discouraging because you're like well will I ever find that like because patient and therapist connection is really important to me at least and um will I ever find that like connection where it flows really well together and it was almost like my therapist was intuitive to like what I was thinking and knew the best ways to help me um and it was even you know they would point out how they wouldn't have to draw things out of me anymore and I was willingly openly telling them things and they're like I'm happy that you're using most of this time as you talking to me and not me trying to pull things out of you um yeah so I don't really know where I'm going with this but yeah I'm hoping for the best I think therapy is something that I've really benefited from it's completely changed the way I view life and the way I go about my day on a constant basis um yeah and I'm really thankful for it however I'm nervous I'm nervous yeah I'm nervous I, I, I therapy means so much to me and I know what a good therapist can do and how I don't want to use this analogy analogy metaphor whatever I don't want to say it again but like it was my the change in my personality was night and day the shift in my personality after I started therapy was amazing what it's um, it's fantastic and phenomenal what a good therapist can do um so I'm a big advocate for all mental health but especially therapy and so yeah I can you tell I really miss my previous therapist but I'm very excited to know to get to know the one that I currently have and they seem great so far 
So, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm, I don't love change, but I've also, I've also, like, adapted to it really well. I adapt to change really well. I mean, my life changed overnight multiple times, um, in very drastic ways, and I just adapt to it, but I may not have the biggest, the best coping mechanisms for it, and that's, why I'm in therapy and working on it um so yeah yes there are sirens outside um if any of you wondered what living in New York City is like this is what it's like sirens constantly um not even I wish I was joking but there are constant sirens um there is not a time of day where I can be like oh it's gonna be quiet now no, if I really wanted it to be quiet, I would record, um, on two in the morning. Um, my voice just cracked. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent. So, in middle school, we had to learn about, like, sex ed and anatomy and all that awkward stuff to learn. Um, in a group setting. I don't, I don't love that it was always in a group setting. But anyway, we had to learn about that stuff. Puberty. We're learning about puberty. I can't believe I forgot the word puberty. But yes, we were learning about how our bodies will grow and change. Whatever. Um, and in the video that we were watching, mind you, these videos are made before I was born. And you know how I can tell? The fashion. The fashion, the camera quality. These videos were either made the year I was born or 10 years before I was born. Let me tell you how old these videos are. And you're like, can you give me something new, something different? I don't want to watch puberty videos from the 90s. I, I don't. I'm not a 90s kid. I, I just feel like maybe this material should be updated but okay anyway the video was like during puberty boys voices crack however this will not happen to your female counterparts and i was like i i was like um excuse me my voice has been cracking a lot lately you're telling me this isn't puberty you're telling me that this is what is this then but my voice cracks my voice cracks at the age of 19 okay i i don't know i don't know what causes voice cracks obviously but i was like <laughs> i watched that video and i was like that puberty video is a lie girls voices cracks crack wow I was like, girls voice cracks what i can't speak english oof but I was like, my voice cracks, and I'm I'm a girl, so what's going on here? Somebody's lying. Uh, I never got that answer, because I was never interested enough to look it up, because it, it, everyone's voice cracks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your voice will crack during puberty. It, it's gonna crack. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah, and your voice might continue to crack long after puberty. Like-minded. Yeah. Puberty is a subject that I'm glad that I don't have to talk about. Um, yeah. However, going through puberty while having kidney failure, definitely interesting. Like, unheard of, some might say. 
who does that who goes through puberty and kidney failure at the same time i did and let me tell you it's just as awkward as it sounds if not more um have yeah having kidney failure and going to dialysis while being a prepubescent or pubescent teenager yeah no it's just as bad as it sounds yeah 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 um yeah (laughs) i and i would often think to myself i was like how am i going through puberty and dialysis this doesn't seem right like i this is too much at once but yeah um people go through puberty and dialysis that's so okay well anyway i was talking about therapy and how tangent over i should say um but i was talking about therapy and how i'm really trying to figure myself out i'm having an identity crisis and you know what i'm on tiktok yes i caved in and downloaded tiktok I, a while ago, if we're being honest, I go on TikTok, and you know what it shares with me? People figuring out if they have ADHD, people figuring out how they're dealing mentally and coping, and people figuring out that they're having identity crisis, crises, and I'm like, okay, thank you, TikTok. Thank you for the for you page. I know it's for me, but it's, you're getting into my brain and my subconscious of things that I don't even know are, I don't even know are wrong with me, and it's getting pervasive it's getting weird it's getting strange because why the other day i saw a video about somebody else having an identity crisis and they were listing like the same things i was going through and it's like do you think you're living your life for somebody else do you think these past couple years you've actually been living your life for other people and trying to make them happy and you've lost your sense of self yes do you not know what you enjoy anymore yes i i can check those boxes like i know what brings me joy but i also am not feeling joy that much in this period of pandemonium because of the pandemic um because like it's really hard to feel joy during these times and um I don't like oof this is I don't want this to be like a depressing episode but like joy joy I haven't heard of that name in a while uh joy has not graced me with their presence in some time I would love to know how they're doing though um if anybody knows where joy is tell them to come see me sometime I hope that joke went over well because if it didn't I wouldn't know you can't bomb on a recording oof I am not surprised I don't have friends because you know what this does as an only child this is what it does I I I don't even know what yeah anyways i've lost my sense of self i feel like i've been living my life for others i do not really know what i enjoy anymore there here's the problem i love a lot of things like i am not a gamer because it was just not something that was really in my repertoire my repertoire but like i see i literally watch hours of gaming videos and i'm like i'm interested in it i have a i've it i've I have a little bit of interest in everything. I love music, love it a lot. 
I learned how to play certain instruments, but if I'm not a perfectionist, I don't want to do it. Which is a problem I have, and I'm, like, trying to mend with therapy because I don't know how else to mend things. And I'm like, I just... I have too much joy in too many things. No, I have too little joy in too many things, so I can't figure out where my real passions lie. So I don't know what my real passion is. However, the most passionate I am is when I'm talking about healthcare and advocating for better measures of equality and equity and just treating patients and not just treating illnesses treating a whole human being and not just treating a disease um that's what I love talking about and I love doing and I love being in the hospital which again sounds incredibly bad but the hospital just invigorates me to like want to help people and like do whatever I can that's like whatever possible and it's like I can't really make a hobby out of loving the hospital what's my what's my hobby gonna be that's why I made this podcast this is what I'm hoping to be my hobby but then there's also I'm sorry if I'm giving anybody an existential crisis right now but then there's also the fact that like so many different parts of not all of society but it's kind of been normalized in society to be like well profit off your hobbies if your hobby is doing music get so good at music that you can sell it if your if your hobby is baking sell your baked goods you know and there's this like toxic toxic maybe i shouldn't use the buzzword of toxic but like harm it potentially harmful rhetoric of needing your hobbies to be profitable instead of just enjoying them for yourself um and I've definitely felt like I've accidentally co-signed that rhetoric um and now I just like I don't even want to do a hobby if I'm not good at it because like I love playing piano but if my but if I'm playing piano and it doesn't sound exactly like the song I'm aiming for I get really discouraged I don't want to learn I just want to be perfect automatically but that literally is no fun so what are you trying to do Talia I don't know I love painting I love drawing but if my drawing is not good or like skillful I don't want to do it I don't want to do it because I can't stand something turning out quote-unquote bad well that was a deep dive into my brain um and the perfectionist that I am but yeah I just like hobbies but then there's also the thing of like we as humans in society feel that we should be productive all the time and sometimes we don't give ourselves time to just rest like you've been going to school you've been doing your job or whatever it may be you're taking care of yourself your or others and then sometimes you just want to relax and we've like developed this thing where it's like well no you can't relax you can't just sit down and do nothing do something with that leftover time a lot of this is coming from tiktoks that i've watched and I've been evaluating the concept of hobbies what I want my hobbies to be it's just oh it's a headache as someone who overthinks on a regular basis as as if it's their job I'm just like 
so you're telling me I'm not even like lounging correctly so you're telling me that the idea that I I don't want to just sit in bed all day um I don't even know what to say I don't even know what to say because here's the thing for me as someone who um had to prioritize their health and not go to school this semester um it's it was really exhausting I literally would spend my day sleeping I was recovering and I would feel bad about it because I wasn't productive and that is inherently an like ableist idea of like needing to always be productive that I've harped on and held on to so often that like I literally value my self-worth to my intelligence and my productivity and I have to unlearn that and realize that it's ableist as someone who has kidney disease and other things I'm not going to be able to be productive all the time okay it's okay that I took a break from school it's not the end of the world I almost like I was in the hospital every month that's okay that's okay you know, I have to tell myself, like, hey, Talia, you were in the hospital every month. You you, you deserve a break. You don't have time. You don't have time to be productive. Any, whatever. Like, you don't have to be productive every waking moment of your life. That's a really hard concept for me to grasp right now. And then, you know, I just feel so empty just laying down and watching tv and listening to music and really relaxing and unwinding because i'm like well i could be doing this i could be doing that forget about the way i used to have my down everyone needs downtime everyone needs downtime you cannot be excessively working on whatever even if it's something that you find fun you cannot be consistently working you need downtime and that's something that my high school lacked uh because our homework was literally hours long we would spend seven to eight hours a day in that school and then have five hours of homework to come home to and maybe two three essays I needed downtime from school I needed to shut my brain off before I could even think about doing homework and these are things that I had naturally in elementary and middle school but when high school hit I no longer had downtime I was also going to dialysis for two years so you know there's that yeah so I'm just trying to unlearn I guess the moral of this episode is like unlearn it unlearn it you don't have to be productive um being lonely is something that you have to get like comfortable with and like not afraid to do um finding adult friends is hard um I don't even know. Puberty is interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying not, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who I am and trying to like, ooh, not have to be productive every single day. I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't even know. I haven't been productive in so long and I've been like beating myself up about it, but like I have been productive. I've been taking care of myself because I've been on this like constant journey and my physical body is feeling the brunt of it that's I literally sometimes get sick from overworking even if you don't have like a chronic illness you can get sick from overworking stress headaches are real you know you can actually 
manifest like a cold like symptoms from overworking yourself when I found that out I was amazed but yeah it's really like I would literally have moments where I would like want to cry because I wasn't at the same productivity I was pre-illness pre-diagnosis pre-chronic illness and I would just like beat myself up about it and I feel bad for doing that but I also like didn't know what else to do so um (laughs) yeah um I want to end this episode off on a high note and um a good note so I'm going to take this time to say if you have experienced any of the emotions that I'm currently experiencing um I'm here for you I am your little buddy that's going through it with you and I'm here to say we can get through it together uh yeah I'll go through it if you go through it if we're if you promise me we'll go through it together then like hell yeah let's let's go do it let's do it um yeah um but I know that it's really easy to get discouraged and feel overwhelmed speaking from experience and to slip into negative thoughts and to beat yourself up it's so easy to beat yourself up it's so easy to beat yourself up but I want you to try not to just try and again don't beat yourself up if you don't succeed just try trying your best is all that you can do especially in this world of the unknown and you know I said this beautiful little gem that I learned before but like this is your first time living life you know everybody everybody is doing this for the first time to my understanding if you know something I don't know let a girl know but everybody's confused nobody knows what to do nobody's like set in stone if and if they are that's great for them but that their set in stone rules and ideas may not work for you and that's okay it's okay to not know what you're doing as a fellow person that's sometimes confused as to what they're doing hey i'm i'm still surviving so we can do it together um yeah i've been in those really dark places um where i really didn't know what my next step was going to be and I'm happy to say that I made it out of it um I've been in those really dark places for a long time um and I never thought I was going to get out and I did um and you know I'm not gonna blame myself if I go into those places again because we've just had something really traumatic happen and I can get through it you know and I, I can, I can help myself, but also just like, I don't know, we're all in this together. <laughs> uh, every time I say that or hear that, I just think of High School Musical, but yeah, if you need some laughs, if you need a day to just like zone out, I feel like you should take it, you know? Living is exhausting, um, and it's really hard. But you're doing a pretty banging job at it. I've never said pretty banging job in my life. I hope that sounded natural. You're doing a good job. I know you are. I don't even have to know like who you are, what you do, what your name is. But here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, you're doing a fantastic job at life. 
fantastic because guess what not many people are listening to this podcast (laughs) oh i hope i'm i hope you enjoy these precious moments pockets of time where i get to talk to you thank you for listening i genuinely appreciate it um even if it's one person listening a bunch of times um thank you i recently had um not i had a little bit of an anxious moment thinking of like what if people from high school are listening to this to troll me and i was like i really wouldn't care i really wouldn't care because i've changed a lot since then and okay i'm not doing anything negative so like why should i be embarrassed i have nothing to be ashamed of so yes um thank you for listening whoever you are thank you you're cool let's be friends seriously (laughs) so thank you again for listening this will be up as soon as i can post it thanks bye-bye have a great week um happy holidays i guess um if you celebrate if you don't then like cool happy winter for my um above the equator what north of the equator um and happy summer to those below uh south of the equator i know winter and summer hasn't happened yet whatever we're still in fall spring whatever you know wow that was a crazy voice crack but you know what i mean happy season season's greetings that's a general one season's greetings okay goodbye